0: Just a minute. I'm coming. FBI, open up! Just a minute. Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. This is going to be a good episode. I'm going to talk today about a couple of things. I'm going to give a very clear example of why your rights are just a fantasy, and I'm going to prove it to you with a very simple real-world example that follows through... And you can all see it. And for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I've practiced for more than 30 years. I'm, I'm America's most trusted and beloved lawyer, mostly because I, I piss a lot of people off by telling them the truth. <laughs> uh, and I'm a self-certified master practitioner. I have been for almost 20 years. I gave myself that title years ago. And I really do earn it every week here. So let's go ahead and get the show started. So I wanna to talk to people about why I am so hard on constitutional conservatives and people who continue to support the system because you can't support the system and hope that somehow we're gonna get meaningful change. They, they don't go together. See, the system is never going to be able to fix the system. And as obvious as that is, People just can't grasp it because constitutional conservatives in media, radio, TV, print, they push solutions that can never, ever work. I've made show after show about it, Try to describe to people how the people who are constitutional conservatives today on radio and TV, they are actually the redcoats. They continue to support the system. And people are like, what's your solution? They always want my solution. Well, my solution is stop supporting the system. Because you're never going to have a system where you have 330 plus million people ever being ruled by a government that will ever be anything but a tyranny. It's far, far too many people. When the colonies were trying to get their freedom, so-called, putting aside all the fakery of those narratives, you still only had about 3 million people. In all 13 colonies, that included slaves and women, most of whom couldn't vote. So you had a very, very small population. And even that group had a lot of divisions amongst it. But when you have hundreds of millions of people, you're never going to get agreement. But I want to give people a very practical example of why it is that supporting the system and law enforcement, these government thugs who run around doing anything the government tells them, they, they call themselves heroes, and people love on them because the government has taken a monopoly in so-called protecting you. You're not allowed to have a private police force. People say, well, security, private security. Private security are not police. They're not even close to police, and the government has a monopoly on violence. That's all there is to it. Everything else is just pretend. And that's why I don't like the constitutional conservatives because they, they take all the people who could be on our side, the side of true freedom, and they drain them off into this ditch, this dead-end ditch of, the, of this theoretical fantasy system that's supposedly supposed to exist under the Constitution, but which anybody can look around and see doesn't exist, and never has under the Constitution. It just never has. Within the first few years of the Constitution being ratified and coming to power, they passed the Alien Sedition Act, which criminalized... Political speech, so if you criticize the government in a way they didn't like they come and arrest you throw you in prison And in fact they did do that <laughs> and people died in prisons actually under that law So please don't tell me about the founders and anything else the, what people know about them is all part of the scam But there's a very simple practical real-world informative example and that is this idea of supposedly resisting arrest I want to give you the, the scenario that you're, say you're out and you're protesting the government and you're using what are supposed to be your First and Second Amendment rights. So you're armed and you're peacefully armed, but you're protesting something with the government, something maybe even less than what went on in that January 6th fakery up there. You're out there protesting. Well, what happens if the government decides they don't like what you're saying? What do they do? They send their armed thugs, okay, to tell you to disperse and to stop. And what happens if you say no? What happens? Well, you're going to be arrested. You're going to be arrested. And what happens if you resist arrest? <laughs> well, if you're unarmed, it's just a simple resisting arrest. You may get charged with battery of a police officer as well. If the thing becomes violent because you're just not going to get taken. If, you have, if you're armed, you're going to be shot. Uh, you're going to be killed. You may have to shoot some of the police in your defense trying to allow yourself to continue with your rights. But let's just assume that you don't have to kill anybody, but you do resist and you get taken in and you're arrested. Okay. Now what happens? Well, now you're in front of a government goon court and the government itself is in charge. Now, let's say you actually get some kind of fair hearing of some sort, and it determines that the government actually had no right whatsoever to force you to stop your protest, that the government agents were outside their authority, and that it was a violation of your so-called constitutional rights, or even maybe lower than that, but they had no authority. What happens? Are all the charges dropped? No you're still going to get convicted of resisting arrest. And if you had a scuffle with a police officer, you're going to get convicted of battery of a police officer. If you had a weapon, you're going to prison for a long time with felony charges of assault with a deadly weapon on a peace officer. <laughs> so you're doing nothing wrong. You're in within your so-called rights to be out there protesting. You're within your so-called rights under the Second Amendment. But what's the actual result? You go to prison you become a criminal (laughs) see because the government is allowed to come in there and without any right whatsoever stop you from exercising your rights (laughs) that's the system that right there proves that in no way are you free because the government can always threaten you with this kind of action that puts you to the test that are you willing to go to prison Maybe go to prison for the rest of your life in order to support your rights, because even if you're within your rights, you are not under the system's own rules within your rights to resist the system. (laughs) So the answer to supposedly exercising your rights doesn't actually exist. You still can only exercise your rights to the extent that the government allows you to exercise your rights. Why? Because all the people line up behind the government goons called law enforcement. And they support them. And the government system doesn't actually recognize your rights. It says the government has a right anytime it cares to you to come in, and there's no obligations, no personal liability for the police. They don't have to examine their own oath. There's no obligation at all. They're given immunity see they have what they call qualified immunity it's just something the government's given itself the very first amendment of the constitution says that the right of the people to seek a redress of grievance against the government shall not be infringed see that's not one anyone ever thinks about but that one's in the very first amendment as well what does it mean it means that you're not allowed to give the government immunity so that people can't sue the government when government agents step outside their authority (laughs) that's what it means but The entire system is resting on this concept that all these individual government agents, these police officers, they're all individually uh, exempt from any real liability for any of their conduct unless they step outside and actually start killing citizens and then the government itself wants to remove their protections. Otherwise, I'll just say, well, they're in the course and scope. They're following regulations. They're following procedures, blah, 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 lawful orders, all the same crap. Think about it. You're out. You're doing what you're supposedly imagine yourself to have rights to do. And the government just comes along and stops you. And if you resist the government stopping you, infringing them on your rights, well, then you're going to go to jail for resisting arrest. And look at the people on January 6th. They're holding tons of them without bail. Tons of them in solitary confinement. On what basis? On what basis? <laughs> on the basis that the only people have any ability... To stop the government doing anything is the government itself. These were people who were upset with what the government had done with the election. Look what happened to them. Most of the people were simply peacefully walking to the Capitol. We've all seen it, but look what happens. Do you understand the implication of this idea that even if you're doing nothing wrong, it doesn't even matter with regards to, say, exercising your rights to protest a government. If you're just driving down the street and a cop stops you on some bullshit charge claims you didn't signal properly before you changed lanes, just some pretext horse shit to pull you over because they don't like the way you look. You're in the wrong neighborhood. Whatever it is, they don't give a fuck. They can do anything they want. They pull you over, and what happens? They tell you to get out of the car. You know within your rights you don't have any obligations to step out. He's just making his shit up. He's harassing you. If you say no, what will happen? What will happen? The police officer will order you out of the car. If you resist, you will get dragged out of the car. If you draw a gun to protect yourself from having it dragged out of the car by a the cop, then they will bring more cops and they will shoot you or they will drag you out and then they will arrest you. And it doesn't make one bit of difference whether the reason the police stopped you, the reason the police asked you to step out of the car, any of those things were complete violations Doesn't make any difference. You're still going to prison for your own act which was in actual defense of your rights. That shows you that you don't actually have any rights against the state. There's no way to exercise your rights against the state. So they always put you to the choice of simply dragging you into a kangaroo court with their government thugs and then locking you up in a cage. And the people who continue to defend this system they either don't understand what's going on or they are part of the problem and they are our enemy it's just that simple they're the enemies of freedom and liberty because you can't support a system that will allow the system to abuse your rights and then if you try to defend your rights that you're still liable under the system and you must go to prison <laughs> and they can get you for like I said Resisting arrest, assaulting a police officer, some kind of phony weapons charge. Now, guess what? If you hold some kind of license that the state has to issue before you can practice your profession, well, guess what? You're going to lose your license. (laughs) You're going to lose your license. You're going to lose your job. You're going to lose all sorts of things as a result of these convictions. For what? What what lies at the bottom of all of them? The state infringing on your rights. (laughs) I don't understand how people can't see something this obvious and yet still continue to believe that the jokers on the radio and TV who pretend to be constitutional conservatives, who continue to pretend they are heirs to the freedom fighting founders, violent revolutionaries, when they support the crown's efforts to stifle any and all exercise of your actual rights by this armed group of thugs. And they have things like the FBI running around now. Now they're looking at having the Capitol Police actually open offices all over the country under this absurd pretense of trying to get people from the January 6th so-called insurrection. I did a whole show on that ridiculous charade. There's no insurrection that went on there. Ridiculous. But it doesn't matter because the facts never matter. See, the only thing that matters is the narrative and the rules as they get imposed. And the only reason those rules can get imposed is because the people allow it. Of course, the Capitol Police can't expand out beyond the District of Columbia. That's asinine. They had to have something in the Constitution to even provide for the District of Columbia. Well, where's the constitutional amendment that says they can expand out into these other cities? There isn't one. And there never will be because it's not necessary. The only government can complain about the government. Your complaints about the government don't work. They have sovereign immunity. They only allow you to sue them whenever they care to. And then even then you have to sue them in the government's own courts using the government's own rules with the government itself sitting in judgment of the government. It's asinine. The only time you even have a chance is a jury trial. And I've told people again and again about the fact that they don't even allow lawyers to tell people their rights of jury nullification, what a jury nullification even is. Most people have never even heard of it. Jury nullification is that the jury has a right to rule on both the law and the facts in a case. That's just, it's just the way it is. Hi, it's Legal Man. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you appreciate the unique insight and information I provide, then go over to my Patreon account for The Quash and become a member. I have bonus shows and material, early access, and it's a good place to meet like minded people. I have people ask me all the time, What can we do, Legal Man? <laughs> start by voting with your pocketbook it's the only vote that really counts support things that tell people the truth getting people to understand the truth is the only solution we have to this insanity look i get it there are a lot of people who can't afford to support my show with money but there are a lot of people who can and if you can and you like the show you should support it that's what free markets look like the people running this scam they have unlimited funding i don't have support of that system in fact, I get harassed because I tell people the truth that they don't want the people to know. So we have to stick together. So go sign up. Now let's get back to the show. Jury nullification is that the jury has a right to rule on both the law and the facts in a case. That's just the way it is. And the fact that people run around saying, oh, that's not the case, they only get to rule on the facts. It's not true. That's not true. That's not the purpose of a jury. A purpose of a jury is to make sure if they don't think the law, the way the judge so-called gives it to them, is appropriate, they have every right to simply nullify it and say not guilty. You're not allowed to tell a jury that. You're not allowed to as a lawyer. The jury's not allowed to hear that. In fact, if you try to hand materials out in front of uh, places where the potential veneermen called jury members are going in, and you try to give them information about that, they'll, they'll arrest you. They will kick you off the property. It happens all the time. Why? Because they can't allow the state to let the people have real control. Because the state is just violence. It's the monopoly on force that it gets to use against the citizens. And the citizens, even though they talk about this idea of a declaration of independence, the citizens have no right. They're not even allowed to discuss violence. They're not even allowed to discuss it, (laughs) much less take action on it. And that's the hypocrisy of the system. And that's The problem I have with the constitutional conservatives is that they they continue to support the system, but the things they say make no sense. They're for freedom and liberty, and they're for the system. Well, you can't be for freedom and liberty and the tyrannical system. You can't. That's what the redcoats were for. That's what they stood for. They stood for the defense of the tyranny, and that's what the constitutional conservatives stand for. They simply pretend and get around this by telling people that what they stand for is this theoretical imaginary scenario that the Constitution could supposedly create, but it doesn't in fact exist. Anybody can look around. I give people example after example, and I'm giving them another example here in this show. If you can still be convicted of resisting arrest when the underlying violation the police officer stopped you about, had no validity, well then you're not free because at any time they can simply cook something up, tell you to stop, threaten to arrest you, and if you resist, well that's it. Now you're going to prison. If you actually fight the cop in some meaningful way, like I said, you're going to go to prison for a long time. And if you draw a weapon, which is supposedly your Second Amendment right to defend yourself, Against state tyranny, that's what I hear people say lot the times, That's what the constitutional conservatives say all the time, right? When you actually bring up concrete examples of how that right could ever be used, well, guess what? They're not on your side. They're on the side of the uh, thugs in the state. Everybody on the right still talks about how they never should have done that insurrection. Oh, that was terrible. That's never the choice and option. Bullshit. I thought the Declaration of Independence was about exactly that. I thought the Second Amendment was about exactly that. Well, you're not allowed to talk about it, are you? So you can't take a position like that publicly because if you do, they will crush you. And that's why I try to point out to people that these people who run in the media, who make millions of dollars and who get pushed and who don't have to worry about being shut down or restricted, they're not your friends. They're there to distract you and to drive you into a ditch. And I don't think there's a clearer example I can provide than this simple one where if you're being abused, the only right you have is to be abused, accept it, thank you, sir, may I have another kind of bullshit, and then go into the same abuser's court and try to use the abuser's rules to get the abuser to say that you are off the hook and you won't be able to tell the jury anything about it because your abuser doesn't allow it. See, so this type of thing is why I fundamentally tell people that the system can never work that the system is not what they imagined, that the system, they've been fundamentally lied to about what the system is, how the system works, and what they do is constantly imagine this, this Barnum statement of, of sort of utopian freedom that the Constitution allegedly creates. Well, it doesn't. Look around. Look around at all the abuse. That's what the Constitution actually creates. That's what it actually creates. The, the other stuff is just an imaginary theory. The reality of what it creates is in front of you. And that's the same thing with these constitutional conservatives, but they just ignore it. They deny it. They run around. They talk about how X, Y, and Z conduct is unconstitutional, and this stuff's unconstitutional, and that's unconstitutional. Well, what does that mean? If what the government's engaged in is unconstitutional, then what the government's engaged in is totally illegal and unlawful. How can they possibly continue to support a court system and the armed thugs of government enforcing something that they themselves say is unconstitutional? There is no explanation. (laughs) There isn't. See, there is no explanation. They just tell you you're supposed to obey it, obey law enforcement, and go into the government courts and blah, 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 and follow orders and run around tell us what heroes they are. It's nonsensical. It's totally nonsensical, and that's why the whole thing has to be torn down and decentralized massively and never rebuilt, because the system as it's designed can never work. That's all. It's not a matter of getting the right people in, even though they're completely distracting you. It doesn't matter. When you have things like immunity, the government's dreamed up for itself, and all these made-up rules that the government enforces in its own systems, and it can ignore rules and create rules whenever it cares to, and imprison you and the people who are involved in government doing it all risk absolutely nothing personally. The system can never work, and it never will work. That's all. It never will work. It's just going to keep getting worse. And the longer people continue to believe in the fantasy and cling to it and blame people like me for pointing out that the system doesn't work. It was just a theory. Okay, As long as you continue to blame me as opposed to waking up and saying, yeah, we got to dismantle this thing and decentralize. Well, then you're the problem. Not me. You are. First step is you have to solve the problem, not create some other theoretical thing. There was no plan when they had a revolutionary war. There was no so end point. The end point was get rid of the tyranny. That's step one. you got to get rid of the tyranny. And then you see what the people can agree to. And like I said, you have to massively decentralize because you can never get agreement with hundreds of millions of people. You can't. So... I hope that example is helpful to people so they can see what a complete catch-22 you're stuck in under this system and that your rights are just an illusion. They're just an illusion. As long as you're operating this system, you have to stop supporting the system and the police and the courts and all this other stuff and start being honest about it. And people are just afraid to do that. They're just afraid to. So so as long as people are afraid to, then nothing will happen. <sighs> All right, well, that's all the time I have for today. And I want to thank the people who are my Patreon account. You know, the reality is it's a very small group of people who are ever going to really get this and who are going to have the integrity to support my show. A lot of people lurk around Legal Man and The Quash and, you know, my Twitter and stuff. And that's fine. I get it. But, you know, the people who actually put their money where their mouth is, I, I really respect those people because it takes a lot of time to make the show. And... There aren't people who are willing to speak up. I take a lot of professional risks with this, but I have the integrity to do that. And I appreciate the people who step up, who can't make a show themselves, but like what I say because I spread truth. And there's just nobody else out there who's got the kind of background I do, who can speak to the problems like I can with such authority. So thank you. And I wanna make sure everybody knows you know, that I have been cast as Mr. Jones for the Jones Plantation movie, and we're going to film in September, and it's going to be out like the end of the year or early next year, and it's going to be great. It was written by Larkin Rose. Everybody knows him in the Liberty Movement, and it's just, it's such a great project. I thought it was worth coming out from behind the curtain in order to do it because we got to try to reach people one at a time because we are seriously running out of time, and... I appreciate the people, again, in Patreon who support me for the risks that I take. So, all right, well, that's it. I'm going to wrap it up. You guys have been a great audience, as usual. And everybody have a nice night or day, wherever you are. Take care. Thank you, everybody. Let's put your hands together one more time for Legal Man. Great show. Thanks so much. Get to your all the way out. More quash. More quash.